Hello, everybody. How are you guys doing out there? Tonight is uh, a great night uh, uh, to be doing a podcast. (laughs) You are listening to uh, Horror Movie Warriors with Latrice Carter. I'm your host. And uh, tonight I have with me uh, two guests. Uh, You know these guests. Uh, Well, you know uh, Adrian Garza, anyway. Adrian has been on like multiple times this season. Uh, how you doing today, Adrian? And then I have Constance Goodrich with me. She she has been on only one episode so far, but she will be on multiple times next season. <laughs> how you doing, Connie? Now, would you prefer me to call you Connie or Constance? Because I could call you either or. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, tonight we are discussing the Slumber Party Massacre, and I have been waiting for this discussion. I love the I love the Slumber Party Massacre movies. I even love Part Two, and Part Two makes absolutely no sense, but I love it. <laughs> but for tonight, we we are discussing Part One. And uh, part one was released in 1982. It was written and directed by women, guys. And that was a big deal for that time, right? And it it stars or co-stars one of the screen queens from the 1980s, which is Brink Stevens. Uh, She didn't really play, she she didn't really have that big of a part. But she still is a screen queen because she has done scary movies. She did scary movies for that era. All throughout the 80s, I believe. But, uh, so yeah, well, what did you guys think of Slumber Party Massacre? Um, I personally, I, I had heard of it and I knew a couple of my family members who fell in love with it when they were my when uh, they were like teenagers basically uh-huh. and uh, after watching it actually yeah it was actually pretty good I feel bad for not seeing it up till now but I mean ah, so you had never seen it before yeah it was pretty good right <laughs> Adrian, what about you? What do you think of it? Uh, well, I've seen it several times. <laughs> uh, and it's kind of a ritual of mine to watch it every Halloween, so it's always on my list. <laughs> uh, I love 80s horror, so a lot of these movies, uh, to me, they've got a really creepy element to them that yeah. we don't see nowadays. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I also love the scenery. Like, I like the. Yeah, the uh, atmosphere, right? The scenery, the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the trees, you know, it was just kind of. Here and there in the high school. 
Oh, yeah. In high school, you know, it's got that kind of eerie effect, you know, in the gymnasium, like when they're playing basketball. Yeah. Yeah, it's got that older feel to it, which makes it gloomy, eerie, and the locker room scene, I mean, we don't see a lot of those nowadays because the girls really don't take their clothes off as much. So back in the 80s, they did that. I have no no idea why. You know, I, I mean, I don't know why they have to. It's like they were naked for no reason. I mean, there was a reason, but we didn't have to be in the dang locker room with them. <laughs> well, yeah. But the perverts, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, well, yeah, you're a man, aren't you? So, yeah, we know that. <laughs> Me and Connie know the deal. <laughs> Me and Connie know the deal. All right, well... <laughs> Well, Constance, since you are the Slumber Party Massacre virgin, uh, I'll start with you first. Who was your favorite character in Slumber Party Massacre? Well, you know, how she protected her sister through the entire thing and how she made sure that, you know, when she reminded her, she reminded her of myself a little bit. I mean, I was the younger sister, but the way she acted, I never was the type of girl either to go to summer parties because I felt like they were just inviting me to embarrass me at some point in the night. And then, right, know, right, right, right. Yeah. Around, around the school somehow, but um, she reminded me of myself, and it was like, I don't know, it just reminded me of the old days of, like, people inviting me to summer parties, but I just liked her personality, how she was very protective of her sister, and how she kind of, even though she heard them making fun of her and stuff like that, she still kind of cared enough to go check on it. Yes. Yes. So. Adrian, who was your favorite character? Well, I was going to say the same person, Valerie. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, I really liked Valerie. I thought that she was really cool in this. And um, really, to be honest with you, out of all the girls, she was the only one I could stand. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Amen to that one. Yeah. They were kind of like. Uh, Very smart. She yeah, was very smart. 
Yeah. Yeah, and you guys took my answer. I I, I loved Valerie. Valerie was uh, she's somebody who I can uh, I for one think that I could hang out with Valerie if she were a real person. Well, guys, uh, Adrian, who is your least favorite character? I would have to say Diane. Okay. Oh, there's Mr. John. Mr. John is back. Can you hear us, John? Yes, I can. I can hear you. I can hear you now. Well, Mr. John, we just went over our favorite character. Do you have a favorite? Uh, do you have a favorite character in uh, um, Slumber Party Massacre? Uh oh, somebody's TV is loud. If you can just turn down your TV. Okay. Can you guys turn down the TV? Whoever, whosoever TV that is. Oh, okay. <laughs> Connie, you don't have a TV on, do you? Okay. All right. Okay, there we go. Okay, Mr. John, can you hear us now? Yes. Okay. Uh, what's your um? What is your favorite, or who is your favorite character in Sleep uh, uh, Slumber Party Massacre? Uh, your favorite one? Oh, okay. For some reason, she just sticks with me throughout the... Even after watching the film, it just stays with her character. Oh. Uh, somebody has a baby. <laughs> Uh, let's. Oh, Adrian. I'm sorry. Uh, who? Uh, you were saying who your least favorite character was? Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, uh, Costas, who is your um least favorite character? Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, uh, mean for no reason. Just for no reason at all, just mean. <laughs> Reminds me of my ex-girlfriend, so that's one strike. Oh. <laughs> I like the, 
Yeah, and for me, uh, it was just way too much of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and just had no personality except just to sleep around, you know. All she ever thought about was getting in the back seat. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Didn't her didn't her uh, kicks, as they say. Well, Mr. Laura, uh, who is uh, who is your um, least favorite character? Uh, I would have to say uh, the little sister Constant, because I my sister acted the same way. He always bothered me, yeah. playing stupid stuff, driving crazy. That her character just drove me crazy. Yes, I I, I now I wrote down Diane Diane as my least favorite character. But I do agree with you, Mr. Lara. She was very annoying, and which is uh, kind of weird because in part two, I liked her. <laughs> yeah, totally. It was a, like night and day difference with with how you know they wrote her character, which you know I uh, um uh I have no idea how Valerie ended up in the mental ward because if you um if you remember at the end of the movie this the sister looked like she was crazy <laughs> like she had gone crazy but uh all right now uh now Constance what was your favorite part of Slumber Party Massacre? Huh? Uh. <laughs> oh, wow. when Diana dies. <laughs> oh, wow. And, uh, Mr. Laura, what was, what was your favorite part of Slumber Party Massacre? My favorite part was actually when uh, the boys ultimately died. Because I think the man came through with two balls and a dime. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was the that was the funniest part to me. <laughs> and Adrian, what about you? What was your favorite part of uh, Slumber Party Massacre? Uh huh. I'm gonna say the pizza scene, of course. I mean, yeah. I like that scene a lot. But the other scene I like is when they open the fridge and then and Kimberly's body comes out. out. Fridge. Yeah, and they start screaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, so my favorite part is when. <laughs> it, it, it came close to the pizza part 
and this part. But this part really took the cake. I, I, my favorite part is when Diane is on the phone with her boyfriend and, uh, and, and her friends are listening in on the call. And she says, am I getting better? And they start cracking up laughing. Oh, my goodness. That's my favorite part. <laughs> that was just so hilarious. That was hilarious. And then when when uh, she, when Diane asks, is everything okay? And she's like, Kimberly was like, oh, we got it. You stay on the phone and talk to Boo Boo. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was funny. All right. Now, uh, Adrian, we'll come to you uh, next now. What was your uh, least favorite part of the movie? just don't have a least favorite part you know you kind of like all of it yeah <laughs> yeah well uh, Mr. Laura um, what is your least favorite part of um, the Slumber Party Massacre too. I think they killed her off a little bit too early. I agree with that. Um, and uh, Constance, what was your least favorite part? Yeah, that was a cool kill. It was. 
And uh, Adrian, what do you think was the uh, most creative kill? Well, my favorite pizza guy, of course. And then the scene at the end where Mallory killed the drummer killer. Yes, I think so too. Adrian, you always take my answers. Oh, wow. And Cassius, what what about you, hon? What's your, um, uh, what's the most creative kill in the Summer Party Massacre? my deep question uh, that I ask um, in every episode as well. Uh, um, how does uh, Slumber Party Massacre pertain to the Bible, if at all? Well, and I'll give my opinion first on this. Um, I think the movie uh, sends out a message about friendship. First of all, you, you know, I mean, the movie is basically about friends getting together, you know, uh, you know, just celebrating life. And uh, over the past week, you know, I, I've watched the movie forwards and backwards. <laughs> and I just felt that, you know, uh, it was all about friendship, the love of friendship. And the love of friendship is in the Bible. So uh, uh, let's see. Uh, I, I wrote down uh, Proverbs seventeen seventeen: a friend loves at all times. And that for me was what these girls were doing. They were loving on their friends. So that's how I that's how I viewed it. <laughs> uh, 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 Constance, do you have an opinion on on that at all? I would say as you res- as you respect yourself because you know it's just wrong to treat people differently yes than what you're you right treat, treat yourself and clearly you know Valerie was treating everybody with respect even though she didn't didn't like them too well but and but what got me was it was like with the other girls they were rude they're mean they were just kind of Blowing it off as yeah, they she may have hurt us, but we don't care that she her we we're making fun of her. So I would say you know respect people in the way you want to be respected or treat others like you want to be treated. Right, exactly, exactly. And Adrian, what about you? Uh, you know I am about that question. So. Right. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> and Mr. Laura, do you have an opinion or anything? Uh, I just uh, I just have to agree with the friendship and uh, you know the whole concept of the 
everybody in the good and the bad with those friendships. Yeah. Even if you're best friends with somebody, you're always going to somehow think somebody moves. The karma comes back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that karma ain't no joke. It really ain't no joke. That is for being sure. Well, uh, I'm all out of questions, guys, but I do have five fun facts to share if you guys would like to hear them. Um, the first fun fact that I have is Rita Mae Brown wrote uh, wrote a screenplay for a per, per, um, how do you say this word? A par- parody. A parody. I'm sorry. A parody. Um of teen slasher flicks. And she titled it Sleepless Nights. But however, when she submitted it to the producers, they filmed it as if it weren't a parody. And they retitled it Slumber Party Massacre. And as a result, the movie displays a lot more humor, both intended and unattended, than others of this genre. Now, my thing with that is uh, uh, I didn't really see any too much humor in it. Did you guys see uh, as much humor as they were talking about? Because I didn't, I didn't see any humor in it, actually. Yeah, that was, and uh, and the scene before that, uh, my favorite part was when, um, you know, when uh, she's talking to her boyfriend and she says, you know, am I getting better? And the friends just crack up laughing. You know, I mean, those were the main two parts that were funny. Everything else was kind of like, you know, scary and serious or whatnot. So. Yeah. Um, and fun fact number two is uh, Michael Valella, he plays the drilly killer. Uh, he read the book Helter Skelter in order to research the role of Ross Thorne. <laughs> it kind of shows because <laughs> that man was a good killer, I got to say. He played a good killer. Uh, fun fact number three is the original first draft of the script was called Don't Open the Door. I don't think that uh, I don't think that title would have been as catchy, though, if you want to know the truth. Uh, uh, fun fact number four is Aaron Lipstadt, who plays the pizza boy. Uh, he directed the movie Android, which was also released in 1982. I have not seen that, by the way. Uh, Android was produced by Roger Corman, who also produced Hollywood Boulevard, which is the movie that was being watched by Valerie. I, uh, and, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's that's it. Hollywood Boulevard. And fun fact number five 
is Michael Valella deliberately isolated himself and avoided talking to the other cast members during the shooting of the picture for a majority of the shoot. He was feeling like his character rather than just acting it out. So, uh, and a lot of actors do that, though. I know uh, Tim Curry did that when he played It. Same with uh, Heath Ledger when he played the Joker. Oh, really? Yeah, you know what? I did hear that. Yep. I heard that he did that. Man, all these method actors. (laughs) That's a good thing, though. And and now uh, we're going to go into the cast and crew that have passed on. Uh, the cast and crew that has passed on, there's only one, actually. And actually, there could be a lot more, but um, I didn't find any, I couldn't find any information on uh, all the other actresses and actors. Uh, I, my my source is Wikipedia. I love Wikipedia. And uh, they don't have any um uh, the actors and actresses that are in this movie, I guess maybe they didn't go on to like you know be big stars because they uh, they didn't have any information on them at all. But um, Robin Steele, uh, the girl who plays Valerie, she did pass away. Uh, she uh, committed suicide. At the age of 34 in 1996, uh, everybody, uh, well, her family uh, said, said that um, she had um, alcohol abuse. She was abusing alcohol, and then, uh, you know, she didn't couldn't really get any movie parts, you know. So, yeah, that's sad, because I, I think she could have gone on to have a real career. You know, she was she was very talented, in my opinion. I I think she did really good as Valerie. Yeah, she was very beautiful. Yes, yes, she, she was. Really was. Beautiful actress. Yes, she was. Well, guys, I don't have any more questions. I don't have any more fun facts, and uh. And, Miss Robin Steele was the only one that, uh, you know. Huh? Oh, yeah. What's that? Oh, yeah. Casting. And the reason she wasn't is she had other parts that she was up for. Ah. She had to take a minimal role, but he originally wanted her to be in the whole thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, chose, I agree with that. Uh, 
do the fun facts. I love reading them. I love writing them down. And I love, you know, when other guests have fun facts, too, because, you know, some things I miss, you know. Uh, uh, Costas, John, do you guys have any fun facts about the movie you want to share? with the both of you, all of you actually, because I know Adrian, you you love the 80s movies too. And I, I just, um, oh my gosh. There, there, there was just something about the 80s movies, you know, uh, especially the horror movies, the atmosphere. Uh, uh, it seemed like their heart was more in it to me. Like, even Robert England, you know, uh, he took the role of Freddy Krueger very seriously. Uh, and the, the guy who plays the killer driller, Michael Vallella, he, pl- he took his role very seriously. You could tell because he actually read the book, Helter Skelter. Who does that? So, you know, and and horror movies today just don't have that. It doesn't have that. It doesn't have the heart, you know. Right. I have to agree with that. I think, too... I prefer the older ones over the newer ones because, to me, I don't know if anyone else agrees. Some of these movies I've seen of the newer era look so fake, and then you're not scared anymore because you can almost see what they did to make that work. Right. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Exactly. I agree with that. You are so right. And then, we're not even going to talk about the script, okay? I <laughs> I always say that you, you could be a, a bad actor, but if you have a good script, uh, you can possibly 
you know, uh, pull it off. But if you have a bad script and you're a bad actor as well, that is not a good combination. And some of these movies have both a bad actor and a bad script. And it's just mind blowing to me. And, and uh, you know, uh, some of these scripts, I'm like, wait a minute, who says that? And who does that? You know, <laughs> it's so funny, you know. But yeah, well, guys, we have come to the end of my podcast. Mr. Laura, I was so hoping that you could uh, that you would come back in. I was telling Constance and Adrian, I said, I hope he comes back before the uh, podcast is over. <laughs> oh, yeah, most definitely. And, and please come back. I know we've tried to uh, you tried to come on once before, but I know you were working and stuff like that. But please come back on. And uh, 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 oh, I want to talk about my uh, uh, my uh, PayPal account uh, real quick Um, to all my listeners and to all my guests too. um, I have a PayPal account now. Uh, uh, I have a tip jar uh, on my podcast. If you go to my podcast, you'll see the tip jar. But do not put any money in that tip jar because uh, uh, it's inactive. Um, I did something, I made a mistake and I tried to, you know, I tried to make good on that mistake, but I still haven't yet. So it's still inactive. So I just, uh, created a PayPal instead where people can actually, uh, 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 just put money in the PayPal and the money comes straight to me. It goes straight to me. It doesn't go anywhere else. And, um, uh, that's how I, you know, make my money and stuff like that for the podcast. So, uh, and uh, you guys can uh, uh, go to PayPal and put in my email, which is carterlatrice126 at gmail.com. Uh, is, again, that is carterlatrice126 at gmail.com. And also, you guys can also email me at that email address, too. Um, uh, The question of the evening is, um, uh, what's my question for the evening? Uh, Oh, here it is. Uh, How old were you when you saw the the Slumber Party Massacre? I know I was 13 when I first saw it. (laughs) How old were you guys when you first saw it? Uh, Mr. Laura, we'll go to you first. How old are you when you first saw uh, Slumber Party Massacre? I'm, gosh, I'm, showing my, I'm showing my age now. Uh, five. <laughs> and my uncle's a big 70s horror fan, and that's how I got into Vinci and everything. Oh, yeah. 70s horror is just as good as 80s horror. I'm telling you. I love. I do love 70 Sora. And Adrian, how about you? How old were you when, when you saw Slumber Party Massacre? Um, I'm 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I saw a lot of films at a young age. Oh, uh, yeah, because yeah, you saw uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night at, the, at a young age. I remember I you. <laughs> and Constance, you were today years old when you saw it, right? <laughs> Five years old, and my first horror movie ever was on uh, the uh, Summer Party Massacre. It was actually watching it on TV because my uncle was up and he didn't know I was staying in the hallway, but it was uh, Friday the 13th, the first one. Ah, that's how you got into horror movies, huh? Yes. <laughs> And that was my first main uh, movie theater experience was one of the Friday 13th films at a very young age. Wow. Yeah, well, my mom was pregnant with me when she went to go see Halloween. So I like to tell people that was my first horror movie. <laughs> hey, I even told I even told Nancy Loomis that story when I saw her last year. At Texas Premier Weekend, I told her. I said, I said, uh, yeah, my mom went to go see Halloween when she was pregnant with me, and that's why I love scary movies to this day. <laughs> oh wow! Wow, we're raising our children right, aren't we? <laughs> oh, wow. Well, guys, uh, we have come to the end of my podcast. And as a matter of fact, I will not, you guys will not hear from me again until April 1st. April Fool's Day. I will be talking about April Fool's Day with um, uh, with three guests. Uh, I know um, I'm talking about with Matt Lack, John Stiles, and somebody else. I forget who it was though. Oh my gosh, I have a brain fart right now. But um, but yes, I will be back um on the first, and then on April third, I will be talking uh, about Bird Box. You, you can guys. Uh, no, Netflix's Bird Box. I'm going to be talking about that with uh, one of my very best friends, Sinead Rose, who do not even like scary movies, guys. She hates scary movies, but she loves Bird Box. So so we'll be talking about that. And then uh, my other guest for that show is um, Keisha L. Ross and uh, a very good Facebook friend of mine, Melissa Ernest. So, so you got. So I will be coming back. I'm just gonna take a little bit of a break. Is all. Uh, but um, again, you guys can email me, uh, uh, Carter Latrice one twenty six at gmail com. Again, the question I uh, was asking for this evening is: um, 
how old were you when you saw the Slumber Party Massacre? Or have you seen it at all? Are you like Connie and didn't see it until like just now or something? <laughs> well, guys. Oh, really? I tried to get all three. I tried to get all three, but I'm going to have to order it because they don't have it at the movie theater anymore. I mean, um, at the movie uh, place anymore. At the movie store. Yes. Yes. Because uh, uh, my, my go-to movie, uh, my, my go-to movie store is the Stock and Trade uh, movie, the movie Stock and Trade or something like that. Uh, they are my go-to, and uh, they they normally have everything that I want, but they did not have that. <laughs> and uh, and I know that they have the commentary on there too, Mr. Laura. Is, am I correct? Oh yeah. Mhm. See, I have got to get that. I have got to get the Slumber Party Massacre movies. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh. This is the end of my podcast, and uh, until April 1st, this has been Latrice Carter and Mr. John Lara and Mr. Adrian Garza and Ms. Constance Goodrich, and we will see you guys later. Bye, guys. Bye.